There's your official job. There's your unofficial job. And then there's the distractions from the things you're supposed to be doing. And the question is always, it's really hard, is how do you separate those things? When do you become a team player? And when do you become a selfish player? When do you say no to people, even though it's going to disgruntle them and you feel like you're, you know, like you're not part of the team, but you're taking care of your backyard? And then when do you stretch yourself to be part of that? That's, a, that's an art. Welcome to the Rising Leader Podcast, where being a high achiever doesn't necessarily equate to being an effective leader. Let's check to see if you're in the right place. If you're rising through the ranks of your organization so fast that your leadership skills need to grow as fast as your responsibilities, you're in the right place. If it seems you need different skills to lead your team or lead from within a group of talented, competitive peers, you're in the right place. If you're looking to become a trusted advisor to the CEO, you are definitely in the right place. So now that we know that you're in the right place, enjoy today's conversation. Before we begin the show, I have something for you. The Rising Leader Handbook is going to be published in October of this year, but you don't have to wait. If you go to my website, www.markjsilverman.com, click the red button, you can get an advanced copy of the executive summary of the Rising Leader Handbook. In the same place, you can get a copy of Only Tens. Love to get your feedback. Now on with the show. I love helping other people with their work. In fact, it's, you know, I'm an executive coach. I help other people all day long. My Enneagram or my personality type is the happy helper. Uh, I get my self-esteem by how much value I provide other people. So when I'm in a working environment, that is both a positive and a negative. It's a positive because people love me. People love having me around. I help everybody with everything. I love helping people with their drama, with their questions. I love being the answer man. I get my self-esteem from that. But what it also does is it freaking kills my own productivity. It kills my ability to pay attention to what I'm supposed to be paying attention to. So I'm curious about you at your job. Right? Are you the person, the go-to person for everybody? Like, do you love the fact that you can fix shit immediately for people, especially for the people who work for you? Like, if if people are coming to you all day, every day to solve their problems, you know, you get that dopamine hit from that. You get that value from that. But what is it costing you? In the Rising Leader Handbook, where I'm working just right now, writing on the subject of what is your official job? What is your job description? What are you measured on? What do, you know? What are they looking for from you to tell you whether you're doing a good job or not, to pay you or not? Uh, how are you being evaluated? Then, what's your unofficial job? Uh, there's there, you know, because you have your official job, you have your job description, you have you know, again, how you're how you're uh, evaluated and compensated. Then there's your unofficial job is what is it that you do at the company that is helpful to the company, that's helpful to the CEO, that's helpful to your boss, uh, that is invaluable to the company and makes you above and beyond and very useful. And then what are the things that you're doing all day, every day that are distracting you from the things you need to be doing? Again, and those are the things you're evaluated on. Those are the things you're compensated on. Those are the things people are expecting you to do that you've agreed to do, right? So there's three different buckets. There's your official job, there's your unofficial job, and then there's the distractions from the things you're supposed to be doing. And the question is always, it's really hard, 
is how do you separate those things? When do you become a team player? And when do you become a selfish player? When do you say no to people, even though it's going to disgruntle them and you feel like you're, you know, like you're not part of the team, but you're taking care of your backyard. And then when do you stretch yourself to be part of that? That's a, that's an art, right? So I want you to look, take a, take a moment, look at your job description, look at when you've had your last evaluation, when you've had your last review, how are they measuring you? Right. And again, your compensation, your promotions, your political capital all have something to do with your official job. Then look at your unofficial job. What are the things you're doing? Again, you know, you could be the right hand man to the CEO, the right hand woman to the CEO on certain topics or subjects. Right. You could be the person who runs the philanthropy. You could, whatever it is that you're doing that's on the unofficial side. Then I want you to look at it and I want you to look at it. Are these unofficial jobs furthering your career, furthering your political capital, furthering your relationships, furthering your value to the company, or are they distractions? And one of the things to look for is what are you getting out of it, right? I'm a people pleaser, right? I like to be liked. So I get value when people say, good job, Mark, and thank you, that kind of thing, but that'll cost me. So I want to look, you know, I want you to look at where you're getting the dopamine hits and where you're, you know, if you're overwhelmed, uh, one of the things we said in Mastering Overwhelmed is if you're overwhelmed, you're doing somebody else's job. You're not setting boundaries, you're not delegating, you're doing other people's job. So it's really, uh, it's an art and a science, again, to really parse what you're doing. Uh, look at your calendar, go over your calendar for the last week. Check to see where you spent your time. Where did you spend your energy? Was it where it needed to be? How many distractions did you allow in? And if you can't figure it out from your calendar, write down, take three days and just keep a log of what you're spending your time on. Consciousness, you know, when, you, when, you're, when you're working with money, uh, if you're just throwing shit on a credit card, it's easy to overspend. If you're writing down everything that you spend or you only pay in cash, it's much easier to keep track. And all of a sudden, you start to save money. You start to not spend money on stupid shit. Same thing with your time and your attention. If you're unconscious about it, you're spending your time and attention on things that aren't getting you where you want to go and they're taking you off track. So keep a log for three days, five days of where you're doing that. And you're going to see where you're wasting time where you're giving, where you're trading time for things that aren't really important. So again, your official job, your unofficial job, which your unofficial job could be important things and not important things, and then the distractions. And when you do that inventory, you're going to find you're going to get so much time back in your world. Thanks for your time and attention. I love you. Have a great rest of the day. Thank you for joining today's conversation. If you got value, please share the episode, give us a thumbs up, write us a review. And if there's a topic you'd like us to cover or a question that you have, send them my way. Look forward to connecting on the next episode of the Rising Leader Podcast.